Welcome to the Flea Podcast. This is Troy and Byers. And we are here with another deep thoughts on shallow subjects. We're going to be talking about our top five non-MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe movies in honor of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse uh, releasing. We we thought that it would be fun to... Uh, we, we've talked about this a couple of different times that it would be fun to do this. So we're going to rank our top five non-MCU movies. There's a, a lot of movies out there. Wow. There's, there's a yes. lot of... There's a lot of good. Or there's a decent amount of good. There's some. There's very few great. <laughs> and there's a lot of filler and, um, and, a, and some really bad ones. So we're we're going to go our top five. We're going to do some honorable mentions. But then we're also going to do our bottom five because there's some really, really, really bad. There's some stuff that deserves movies. to be dumped on in this yeah. list. Okay. That deserves yep. some some bad publicity. Yeah. So so with that, um, we'll just get started with our top five coming from the bottom to the top. Virus, uh, if you'll do the honors for us at, at your number five. Absolutely. And, and just a caveat here. We're recording this before we have seen yes. Across the Spider-Verse. So yeah. if you're like, how come you talked about that and you didn't even put it in your rankings? Because we haven't watched it. Uh, my number five uh, started off Spider-Man 2. Um, has all the stuff I like about the first one in it as well. Like all the good things from the first one come back for this one. But with Doc Ock. And he just mm-hmm. looks so cool. Like I just remember loving this when it came out. Um for the most part, it's held up well for me. There's some parts of it that I'm like, oh, that was rough. But the Doc Ock stuff, like yeah. his look and the way he does stuff, uh, has still been really good. Um, and then, you know, that's all come back around now, thanks to Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, we've seen all these characters again, which sort of makes it MCU-ish, but not really. So Right. So we're not gonna let this retcon like MCU yeah. uh no way home stuff like now. It's a non MCU movie, so um, we're we're gonna. I'm glad that you 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 brought that up right away, so that we could we could clarify some of that. So um, uh, I've got uh, I've got Spider Man Two as my number three. So uh, for all the same uh, reasons that you, I just have it a little bit higher. Um, the 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 graphics the cgi haven't aged as well with some of these other ones but i feel like the story the motivations like it's like a really good um uh story uh a good second entry into that uh into that uh that trilogy there and then the wheels fall off but we've talked about that at length in and our spider-man rankings possibly <laughs> yes <laughs> In our Spider-Man ranking podcast, if you want to go back and, and take a look at that or take a listen at that. So so my number five is X2, uh, X-Men 2. Uh, I've Byers is giving me the, oh, wow, wow. that's a little bit low uh, on this. Uh, when it first came out, I loved this movie. Like we, we would just talk about it all the time. I think we saw it a couple of different times in the theaters. I've told, I think we've told the story plenty of times that Byers saw it twice in one day, watched it, day. watched it in the morning and then watched it at night. I was really jealous of him uh, after the first Nightcrawler scene and, and going, man, can't wait to go watch that again. 
Um, but it, it has lost a little bit of its luster as we've kind of seen the uh, the Marvel movies, uh, especially even the the non MCU movies, really kind of hit their stride uh, in some of these uh, Sony pictures, like uh, that we're going to be talking about it in a little bit uh, as we go up the the rankings. But just a solid, really good movie, um, good building upon uh, the first X Men movie some solid motivations and then the same thing <laughs> just falling off a cliff in that third act i don't know what it is about the third movie that just makes it so hard for some of these uh and it's not just limited to um mcu or comic book movies or anything like that i mean we could we'll talk about uh sequels at another time and uh and it'll it'll probably that conversation will pop up uh there again so yeah um x2 is this is funny is my number three so <laughs> we just we just inverted them yeah there we go there we go uh for the first five minutes alone it was making the top five just just the nightcrawler yeah. scene itself would get it in the top five no problem echo everything you said when it came out it would have been at the top of this list and it's been like, right oh with a bullet like, for like 10 Gosh. years that probably maintained yeah. that status <laughs> um but it has faded some so going to my number four x-men first class uh just a an incredible reboot of we just talked about how x1 and x2 were really good x3 just left it just like oh my goodness what are we doing with this franchise what did they 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 killed it. They killed my boy, um, and so <laughs> they uh, uh, they really redeemed themselves by bringing in like a an excellent cast. We've got McAvoy, uh, we've got Jennifer Lawrence, like and Fassbender. I think Fassbender, like as Magneto, is probably one of, like the key to why that trilogy um, worked as well as it did. Um, and so really cool to see him uh, early on in this one. He really holds this movie together, even though McAvoy's good as Professor X. Um, but uh, Fassbender just really pulls it together in this one. And it was really hard. Like, I, I probably could have switched Spider-Man 2 and X-Men First Class. I was really on the fence there, but I decided like, okay, I'm going to go with with longevity here on Spider-Man 2 and keep it there. Um, X-Men First Class is my number two. Um, uh, all the stuff you just said, that cast is amazing. I love Fassbender and McAvoy. And and I love seeing kind of the genesis of that relationship because mm -hmm. it's it's so complicated, like these two guys. And, and when we did the other, the first trilogy of movies, the old ones, like, they're already grown. They're already past all this. And we get to go back and right. see how all that goes. And like, you're right. Fastbender really, he shows you all the, the conflict, all the, you know, just inside himself, let alone what's going on between him and Xavier and stuff. And so I, I really love first class. Um, it's a lot of fun seeing all the, the backstory. Plus, plus they give me some Oliver Platt just hanging out in the background, being a goofball. <laughs> and I, I don't know, ever since he played, uh, Whichever musketeer he is, I was thinking right now. <laughs> Love that. It's guy. not D'Artagnan. It's not D'Artagnan. It's uh, Athos. Pithos? Athos. I made it. No, it's Porthos. See? <laughs> it was I was almost there. Porthos. 
Put put our put your hands together. Put your hands <laughs> together. Porthos. It's also amazing that they were able to do this without Jean Grey, without Cyclops, and without Wolverine. Like, I mean, obviously, and uh, without Iceman. So, like the original, like they they really kind of just threw some stuff together for the original. Like Havoc comes along way later. Um, evolutionary guy is just kind of like fifth or sixth tier. And so is um, the crazy. Banshee? Um, oh, and Banshee. Banshee's a little bit like, but I mean, they throw together like a weird team to say that it's first class and it still works because they were able to, uh, and, and to incorporate somebody like Moira McTaggart, which is like integral to the comics, even though she's more of a scientist in the comics, but kind of figure out a way to do that. It was just a really good, um, it had no business being as successful as as they made it. Um, if you were to just write some of those things out on paper and be like, this is what they're going to do, I would be like, that's going to be a horrible movie. So. <laughs> so in the comics, are the X-Men really in the middle of the Cuban Missile Crisis? Or is this just a... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember that one. All right, this is how I teach my kids about real historical things. We watch comic book movies and be like, okay, so the mutant part, not true, but the uh, Cuban missile part, this part's got some legitimacy, guys. Right. Oh. (laughs) My kids are still going to write messed up papers. Right. (laughs) So the Hellfire Club (laughs) takes the place of Fidel Castro (laughs) (laughs) in the Bay of Pigs. Yeah. First class also introduces my children to Kevin Bacon. Yeah, so there that, you go. You know, we can play the, the Kevin Bacon game all the time. You're like, well, this guy's in this movie with this, you know. My number four, I flip-flopped from when we did our Spider-Man rankings, because this was close when we did our Spider-Man rankings. Mm-hmm. And and Amazing Spider-Man is aging well for me. I don't know. I'm liking it a little more. The first one. Because mm-hmm. um, I just, I love Garfield He's in so this good. role. I like him a lot better than Tobey Maguire. Um, I love... Uh, Martin Sheen is Uncle Ben. He's hilarious, by the way. Like, just kind of wisecracking. I, I just like him a whole lot. Um, I don't know. It was nice to have Gwen Stacy instead of MJ. Yeah. Um, it's a good twist. The, the villain's obviously meh, like Blizzard, whatever. Okay. Um, we watched Spider-Man 2 the other day, and of course, he has Dr. Connor for professor in Spider-Man 2. Right. Um, which doesn't turn into Lizard or anything. Doesn't go this route in those movies but like i blew my children's mind by pointing out like hey you see his professor who only has one arm do you know what his name is and then like they said it like <laughs> dr connor and they're like oh <laughs> so that was so cool um but i really love how that one connects his parents into a little more like in the other yeah. ones they're just gone they're, he just lives with aunt may and uncle ben and that's all there is to it like we don't really talk about it except when he's telling uncle ben you're not my father yeah. on a pouty fit but um so it's cool to tie them in both amazing spider-man movies do some cool stuff with his parents on that side of it but my number three i already mentioned was x2 so all right i'll move on to my uh number two i've got spider-man into the spider-verse <laughs> obviously during the spider-man rankings this was high on my list i i stayed true to my spider-man rankings i i didn't flip-flop i'm not a flip-flopper um <laughs> things change <laughs> They do change. And uh, I will I will say that um, I have enough room in my heart to uh, to change for 
Andrew Garfield moving up on lists. So I'm right there with you. Uh, I, I just love Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. It incorporates so many cool things, all the different Spider-Men, like uh, high bar for success and just knocks it out of the park. Uh, the Kingpin as the villain is probably the thing that most people will probably point to as, uh, and, and kind of some of the convoluted storyline to get uh, the other Spider-Man in there. Uh, might be a little bit uh, convoluted, but I just I, I'm I'm easygoing when it comes to like just tell me the rules, tell me and abide by the rules of your universe, and I'll I'll go with like whatever you want me to do. You know, just just stay true to those things, and, and they do in this movie, and it's just really cool. Like I wasn't a bit I. I Miles Morales was way past my time reading graphic novels. So it was cool to be introduced to a different character, but also have the ability to have like a Peter Parker that's really down in the dumps kind of mentor him. Like Jake Johnson is so funny as the out of shape Spider-Man. Um, I just love it. And so, uh, and just the way that they tell uh, the slightly different versions of like Doc Ock's a female, voiced by Catherine Hahn, who's awesome. Uh, so uh, looking forward to Across the Spider-Verse and how they incorporate uh, Oscar Isaacs into um, his like seventh Marvel movie role, like <laughs> non-MCU and MCU. Uh, so Oscar Isaac, uh, he can do everything that he wants to except for Moon Knight. Just put Moon Knight in the drawer and just kind of leave fantastic. it fantastic. He's just the only thing that's any good. That's in there, yeah. So. So uh, looking forward to how that uh, that progresses the storyline that they've already created in in uh, this first movie. So, um, first class was my number two. Into the Spider Verse is my number one for all the things you just said, which is true yeah. to my Spider Man rankings, by the way. Because if you cut out all the uh, MCU Spider Mans, Into the Spider Verse was my highest one there too. So yeah. I didn't flip flop everything here. It's all right. <laughs> um, but it was such a pleasant surprise because, like, mm, I'm watching mm -hmm. previews before it comes out, and I'm like, "Really? You're gonna throw like another a different Spider-Man at it? Like, we're in the middle of stuff. Like, it felt it felt very DC ish. Yeah, like, we're just gonna throw this random tangent out here at you. Well, um, and that Sony was trying to cash in on their own thing that they had already kind of. Yeah, given the actual Spider-Man back to MCU to kind of do what they want, and they're like, "Hey, we got to get a, got to get a different cash cow for the Spider-Man train over here." Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm like, well, I know less than you about comic books, anyway, so I really didn't know anything about Miles Morales. Um, I loved it. It's funny. Um, I love all the different Spider-Mans that come through. Like Spider Pig is is just hilarious um is, is this a top five nicholas cage role playing spider-man oh by the easily way? right easily like he he's got uh the dion waiters like yes. down like it, he just he comes in he's it. firing yeah and yeah. he's he's in and out yep um so it's just it's a lot of fun it's it's like you said it's good twists on what we're used to as a spider-man story um with you know female doc Ock, just little subtle little changes that just kind of make it into a whole new thing. So, yep. Uh, so that leaves my number one, uh, X-Men days of future past. 
I remember I was a little bit let down by this whenever I first saw it, but the more that I watch it, the more it grows on me. And just being a big X-Men fan, like growing up, I was, I watched the cartoons, read the comics. Like it's always been like my favorite, even though it's not, they haven't been able to execute the X-Men like on the same level as the MCU and kind of incorporate all of these big things. This is about as close as they get to it. They bring in uh, Logan or they bring in uh, you know, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine and um, uh, Patrick Stewart as uh, Xavier and Ian McKellen. I mean, they just smash like everybody together. Uh, we were talking about how Jurassic World uh, Dominion oh. <laughs> um, in our top five was like the bad fan service. This is good fan service and good yes. kind of putting them all together. I mean, it's and it's it's just got so much going on. And it also has one of the coolest like we didn't think that the Nightcrawler scene could be topped. And then we got the Quicksilver scene in um when they they bust magneto out of prison and it was just like oh this is so awesome this is this is a a perfect like step up from from that that type of filmmaking so uh almost on that scene alone you can kind of put that here but it does have some pretty satisfying moments in it especially like the future portions and how it's tied in and uh some of those uh the, the ending's a little bit weird, but I, I still like the movie uh, overall. It, it, it lends or it leads into a more confusing third chapter uh, <laughs> as I continue as I continue to say, even though I think Apocalypse is probably uh, better than Last Stand. It's better than obviously better than Spider-Man 3, um, but then the wheels really fall off when we get to Dark Phoenix. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, we we can just pretend Dark Phoenix isn't there. Doesn't exist. Yeah, I had to watch it twice because Lori forgot that we watched it, and we watched all the X Men movies with we watched all the X Men movies and Wolverine movies except for Logan with the boys, and I was just playing on my phone during that one. So yeah, we usually do that, like go through all the x-men movies and stuff uh-huh. and the kids have still never watched dark phoenix because every time we're about to they're just like <laughs> was it good and we're like eh. And they're like we're okay and they just skip it like without even yeah. watching it they just know well all your talk of days of future past that was my that was my number six that was that like was the, the one right that was on here. the bubble i don't yeah. know if i can pull the trigger and then you talked about the uh the quicksilver scene and i'm like oh that is awesome i really should put this <laughs> on my list what can i bump off for this um because yeah it's it is a lot of fun it is good fan service as you put it to put those two worlds together like bring Mm -hmm. these two things it's really well done i just want more of the original x-men from that point like what happens to them yeah like i know they can't do that because well for one half those people are really old now they can't pull that off um right but it still makes me be like so what what happens to the x-men now like in the future like gene's alive again and all this stuff's different and it leaves me with questions Lots of questions. Lots of questions. <laughs> so that's one of your honorable mentions. What else you got in honorable mentions? Uh, the original X-Men, first Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, uh, Daredevil. I love me some Daredevil. It's kind of guilty pleasure-ish. Um, but I, I love me some Daredevil. I love I love Colin Farrell in Daredevil, especially. Oh. He's just <laughs> chewing it up. It's great. And actually, okay. like, 
And I actually kind of like the Punisher. The the Thomas Jane Punisher is not bad. It's It's got the right... It makes him marry much more hero than anti-hero, which mm-hmm. is probably not all that true to the comic book sometimes. I don't yeah. really know. But... No, I mean, at least the start off, like yeah. it is very redeemable quality because he's just trying to, he's going after the the bad dudes that, that murdered his family. Yeah. You know? Might as well be a Western, you know? <laughs> yep. With a huge, I really like the scene where he fights the gigantic dude. And it, like mm-hmm. the, the just hugely massive guy that like does not die for anything. I don't know why. It's very like it's like the same reasons why I like things like Bloodsport and Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> but <laughs> I still like it. So yeah, I threw it in there. I've got Daredevil as well. Uh, I threw in um, Blade. I love Blade. I don't know. Like I love the soundtrack. Like Matt Mizell and I used to uh, bump that as we would uh, close down uh, Chickadees, uh, and uh, <laughs> we would do that and some other stuff because it was just like all this like EDM like house music stuff. And they were just like do 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 do. I'm sure that's what everybody wanted to to hear. So, guilty pleasure on top of Daredevil is X Men Origins Wolverine. Like, I don't know why I like this movie so much, but it's one of the more fun ones, even though the the end is like just completely goes off the rails with like this like crazy Deadpool. And speaking of Deadpool, I put Deadpool in my honorable mentions, even though it's a terrible movie. <laughs> I've never done it. I've never pulled the trigger because yeah. there's so much stuff. It, no, there's it's it's bad. Yeah. My wife's like, well, I'm, we're not watching that. I'm like, yeah. okay. Okay. <laughs> I won't argue. Uh, and then Amazing Spider-Man that you, as you've mentioned, um, I kind of threw this one in instead of original Toby Spider-Man. I think I kind of like Amazing better I, than original. Yeah. And Garfield's to, better than Toby. He is. He and I and and if you want to hear us talk about that a little bit more, you can go find our Spider-Man rankings podcast. Uh, we talk about that. Uh, the differences in what they do really well, right? Yes. Um, so between him, uh, between the three of them, so yeah. The All short right, version is Holland wins, but you know. <laughs> let's move on to our bottom five. So, Ooh. so when when Byers and I look at this, we we talked a little bit before we started recording. There's a lot of movies in like, or there's not, I shouldn't say there's a lot. There's a few movies, like a handful of movies in the 60s and 70s. There's a, there's two Spider-Man movies. One's Japanese. I've, I've never even watched either of them. There's a Fantastic Four movie, Captain America movie, a Bill Bixby, like Hulk movie. And then we get to like Howard the Duck. And that's kind of where I started my like, okay, I watched Howard the Duck and I watched almost everything. I didn't watch the uh, Roger Corman um, Fantastic Four. Uh, that was like a TV movie. Oh, yeah, um, no. And so like, but almost everything else that Marvel's put out that's not an MCU movie, except for the Punisher Warzone. I think that was the only one that I missed. <laughs> uh, the Ray Stevenson one. 
So oh, I know which one you're talking about. So we got about 30 movies. Did you, is that what you, I counted up 34, 34. Okay. Although I, I also included the, the Nick Fury, uh, as played by David Hasselhoff. And Hasselhoff. I didn't watch that one either. I okay, haven't watched the other it, one. Yeah. But I had it on the list because I just can't even imagine the epicness of badness right. that is <laughs> that. All right. So let's go with our, our, our bottom five here. So, um, bottom five. These are some, some rough beats. Um, did you know that Dolph Lundgren played the Punisher as well? Have you seen this I movie? I did. I haven't. It's... Okay. I, I keep saying I've watched all of them, but you just hit the three that I didn't. I didn't see Hasselhoff as Fury. I didn't Lundgren see that one as, as Punisher. Um, and um, the Fantastic Four. Or yeah. the and the, the Ray Stevenson Punisher. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, the, 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 you don't need to watch them. That's that's what I can you tracked it down. Oh, I watched the the London Punisher like years ago. And years it ago, was just okay. Awful. Just like what? Yeah. What is it? like? Someday we're gonna have to figure out how to do like a top five guilty pleasure movie of stuff that we know is terrible, but we still like it, right? Yeah. We'll somehow, come I really this. wanted to watch it when I was a little kid. I was like, ooh, because I mean. You were like, oh, that's that's a Marvel movie. Like you knew cool. who the Punisher was, but yeah. it was like a rated R movie, so it was like it was off limits. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, so but one of my guilty pleasure movies, if we ever do this list, spoiler, will be Masters of the Universe, the live action one where Dolph Lundgren <laughs> yes. plays He Man because I loved He Man. Yeah. Right? A young Courtney Cox shows up in this, so it's like a friend's yeah. connection. Like <laughs> so I love that one. Like I can overlook all the stupid things that are this is a bad right. 80s movie, 90s, whenever it comes out. I don't care because it was He Man and so it was great. None of those things work in this one. Like it's just bad and it's just bad and you don't overlook any of it and you just wish that you hadn't spent two hours or however long it was. It was rough. I think you have to watch it during those times to love it like Masters of the Universe. Yeah. It's you gotta know, be in the right because and then it, you have that connection, right? Yeah. Yes, because I'm I'm ten years old every time I watch that movie. Still, yeah. like I just go back. Yeah, Lori, uh, like um, they re-released um, this movie called The Monster Squad um, when uh, like on DVD, like at least like fifteen years ago. Like actually, uh, yeah, it was like right before Blu-ray was taking off. And I got so excited. I bought it the day that it came out. And Lori's like, what is this movie? So I put it on and I'm just like sitting there watching it. And you know how you watch it with somebody that hasn't watched something before. And you're just looking at them like, do you think this is funny? Do you think this is good? And I just kept going like this, like, oh my goodness, this is not good. Why did I like this? Why did, why did young me like this? Like, I can imagine that there's a, there's a little bit of that as you kind of like barrier soul like i love this movie and so that's one of the movies that Lori makes fun of me all the time she's like is this going to be another monster squad so <laughs> oh, go to insulting yeah so uh, i had punisher with with dolph lundgren it's awful uh fantastic four rise of silver surfer yeah like, the first fantastic fours it's okay like yeah. it clearly didn't make a top five it's not but it's not getting talked about like it's not horrible. It's not great. It's in that nice, huge middle of blah that is yeah. non MCU. And then this thing comes after it, and like <laughs> Silver Surfer, like looks so cool. This should be so fun to have this, cr and it's just so boring. Like yep. 
awful, just just terribly boring movie. Couldn't stand it. Um, speaking of Punisher and movies you haven't seen, I have seen Punisher Warzone. Um, so if you take the first Punisher and you remove all the good elements of plot, that there We're was talking Thomas a story Jane there. Punisher, Thomas yes. Jane Punisher. Right? Yeah. Okay. If you take yeah, the yeah. Thomas Jane Punisher and take out any semblance of plot that that movie had and just replace it with explosions and people getting shot brutally. Yeah. That's Punisher Warzone. Like it was awesome. just, it, there's nothing. It's just, Hey, how much stuff can we blow up and how many people can we kill in one movie? That's what I was worried it, it would no be. Sense. Yeah. It was why I've avoided it. Yep. Um, I think I had to watch it more than once because I kept falling asleep. And that was in like my <laughs> 20s or whenever that thing. Like that's not that's not recent. That's not like I'm 41 and I fall asleep all the time watching stuff. This was when I was still young and could stay awake. Spider-Man 3. I'm not easily go on there. Because yep. I'll let you go off as much as you want because you nope. have much more. I already did. I already did the thing. We've done that. We had yep. a whole Spider-Man thing. You can go listen to how much we hate that movie. Yeah. Um, and Ghost Rider. Yeah. Oh, Ghost Rider 1. I went Ghost Rider 1 because I never watched Ghost Rider 2 because okay. Ghost Rider 1 was so bad that I just gave up on the second one. I'm sure if I had watched the second one, it would actually be here at the bottom because I oh, think man. it's worse. It but is. the first one was it gets just worse. such a mess that I'm like, I don't even yeah. want to watch the second one. Yeah. The, the the second one is worse. It's it's basically the plot. or It's, it's a little bit more of, uh, of what you talked about with Punisher Warzone. It's like, just imagine how bad Ghost Rider was. And then just amplify it by they have no clue what they were doing uh, in the second one either. Uh, Electra is on mine as well. That was, Electra that was is easily like if I were to give like like seeds, like this one would be like the number one seed, like bad movie. Like it's incomprehensible. It's it does a it has little elements of the character but then they just completely were just hey let's be like super crazy with this and uh and just take it nowhere um after they had done like i mean obviously we like electra in daredevil uh, it was just i still remember seeing it in the theater in sierra vista arizona going oh my gosh what what did they do like <laughs> This is so bad. And Lori just kept looking at me like, I don't know why I let you drag me to these movies. So I was like, sorry. I was like, eventually they're going to get good. And I was right. So it just took a little while. They figured it out. Yeah. Uh, I've also got Ang Lee's Hulk on here. Uh, Hulk dogs. We've talked about him a couple of different times. And he, he just tried to make this really artsy movie and it just doesn't work. Um, and so uh, didn't like that one. We agreed on Spider-Man 3. And the last one I have is Howard the Duck, which kind of betrays the uh, younger Troy because he loved <laughs> Howard the Duck. Yes. But this is not a good movie. It's... <laughs> I gave it some 80s forgiveness. A little so bit of forgiveness. so it didn't make it as yeah. low down. I remember being freaked out at the... Uh, at the the big bad at the end yes. like i was like revisiting this going like oh man this was like super intense uh as a as a little kid so but uh didn't somebody like big do it didn't like spielberg direct howard the duck i feel I'm like there was like mind. or is it like zemeckis or something oh uh, maybe I mean, obviously, Leah Thompson was in it, so like it had like a, a big name attached to it. But um, 
William. I don't know what, yeah. Hayek. I don't even I don't know, know how to say that yeah. name. Yep. I have no clue where I uh, threw that together. It's just because so. Leah Thompson and Tim Robbins are in there. So we thought it was something. There you go. I don't know. All right. Don't go down there. Oh, George Lucas uh, funded it. It was a it was a Lucas film. He was a oh, there we go. He was a producer on it. As we've discussed, Lucas, you know, outside of Star Wars, a little overrated. Just saying. yeah. <laughs> what else is on the resume, really? Willow, except except for Willow and uh, Indiana Jones. Although Indiana Jones, he's only partial. Like he has Spielberg on that too, right? That's true. So that's that doesn't true. count. That's like yeah. that's like giving Scotty Pippen too much credit. Okay, like let's not. Whoa, are you a Scotty hater? No, not a hater. I think Scotty was a well-deserving member of the dream team. I'm just saying. Okay, I was worried there for a second. No, I no. love Scotty. Scotty's one of the more unsung, even though he's a miserable human being as a basketball yeah. player. He uh, like is... all the bad things you ever like heard anyone say about Scotty Pippen were all confirmed when you watch the Last Dance and see all this like. <laughs> I was mad about my contract, so I sat out and waited right. to have surgery. So right before the season, like I had a bad agent you? who messed me up, so I just took it out on everybody. <laughs> you poor baby, you only made a few million. Yeah. Not even more. Yep. Um okay. Anything else to uh to talk about here? What would you say were your biggest disappointments? Like maybe not even bad if you had to pick a biggest disappointment from the list. That like you had higher expect like some of these I didn't have I didn't really have high expectations right. for Punisher like Ghost Warzone. Rider yeah. yeah or Ghost Rider it was just kind of like a cool thing you know um, I know that it sounds dorky but like Electra like I was a big Daredevil fan obviously like you and I both loved that movie it got me back into comic books like I went to like Noble uh, Collectibles which is a uh, comic book store like in town in Albuquerque and I would go there and I started buying back issues of Daredevil when that movie came out and so like I really got into like the Daredevil and Electra storylines and everything and so whenever that was the next movie that came out it was just such a letdown but I had also kind of like branched out into some other things by then and so I was to, and they were just starting to kind of start to form and start talking about like, Oh, well, they're going to reinvigorate all these things and Iron Man's up next and some other things. I'm like, okay, that, that might be cool. But Avengers was just, I don't even, I think I barely had Avengers books. I was just, I was still was consuming X-Men and, and Daredevil, Spider-Man, ultimate Spider-Man and, and ultimate X-Men and some of those other things. Um, and so uh, that one was probably the biggest letdown for me, even though it's probably not, uh, it shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words. But Punisher is always just going to be Punisher. Uh, you know what is kind of surprising? Like the Blade trilogy. Like later on, I went back and watched like Blade Two. Um, even though like it released and it came and went, and I just didn't go see it in the theaters. Even though I liked the first movie. Um. Those are surprising, like decent movies, like Blade Two, especially because uh, Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel are in it, and they're like they they are uh, part of like Blade's team, and it's essentially like when you look at all of these movies, it's like uh, Ryan Reynolds has essentially played Deadpool, 
like five times. He played <laughs> he, he played Deadpool literally in X-Men War, War, Origins Wolverine. He was kind of the smart talking assassin before he got his his powers. Then he played a Deadpool one and two. Um, he also played it in like Blade Two. If you go there, like he's essentially playing like the wisecracking like assassin. I mean, there's a reason why he's Deadpool. Like yeah. this is a very natural role. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll give him this. He didn't play Deadpool in Green Lantern. <laughs> Could have used a little more Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so speaking of disappointments, oh. Is that out loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm a big Hulk guy, so Hulk was kind of oh, disappointing. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was still the carrot. Like, seeing Hulk himself was still a step up, obviously, from like Bill Bixby childhood. Like, it's not just Lou Ferrigno painted green, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other than that, I didn't really sign up to watch Hulk fight a giant poodle, so that was a little rough. Um, and then Logan was severely disappointing for me. Mm just because it's so brutal like it's too much yeah. i did not sign up to listen to professor x drop f-bombs like yeah it was just so disappointing that i couldn't even like get into plus this it was like super acclaimed like it's supposed to be this great story and this great mm-hmm. conclusion and then it was like this sucks what are you guys talking about this i can't even watch this so yeah logan was it- a bummer yeah they basically like modeled it after like a a like the the westerns like the early westerns like shane and the searchers and stuff like that and so anytime like like critics can can point back to those types of things it's just like it's like okay that doesn't make it a good movie it makes it interesting like the parallels between those things and kind of using old hollywood and new hollywood together like okay i I can understand why you kind of geek out on it but that in and of itself doesn't make it like an interesting movie um so I liked elements of Logan, but like the, some of the parts did not get me there. So as soon as critics were in on a comic book movie, it should have been my first time. Like, Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to like this. Uh, the last one I'll mention, uh, dark Phoenix, because they knew how last stand just completely fell apart. They should have had the playbook of what not to do. And then they were like, how can we make this worse than The Last Stand? (laughs) (laughs) I've watched that movie twice and I barely remember it. Like, it's just so forgettable. Yeah. That I just like, whatever. I don't remember what happens. Like, I don't care. It was boring. So. Yeah. At least I got to see Kelsey Grammer try and be a superhero in Last Stand. So at least there's some comic relief. So It's true. It's true. All right, well, that's all we have for uh, our non-MCU movies. Let us know if we missed any or uh, if you're aghast by our bottom five. Uh, I can't imagine (laughs) that there's too many people that will go out there and defend uh, any of our bottom fives. But go on and and have at us if you you want to at our Facebook page at uh, The Phileo Podcast or our Instagram at uh, Phileo Podcast, all one word, all lowercase. Or you can email us at phileopodcast at gmail.com. Great job, buyers. Good brownies. Good brownies. <laughs> <laughs>